0: You might not like school, but make sure you're working hard at school. It's your boy, DM3, and you're listening to the Witty, Not Funny Sports Podcast on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Witty Nation, welcome everyone to episode one. Two, three, one, twenty-three of the Woody Not Funny Sports Podcast, the number one self-rated Buffalo sports podcast covering the Bills, Savers, entertainment, and everything in between. And as always, part of the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Go follow us on Twitter at Woody Sports Seven One Six, and make sure you check out everything Built in Buffalo is giving you every single day—the best Bills content out there. Facebook, YouTube, anywhere you can find us, you can find Built in Buffalo at Built in Buffalo underscore. We are your hosts. I am Matt. He is Tony. Tony, what's going on tonight? This week we turn on the C-SPAN feed, and who
1: is there to see but our own number three? He's with Joe and Chuck Schumer, talking AD for episodes that aren't just a tumor. White House, that's where Damar hung out this week. White House, just after Ted Lasso did speak. White House, Foyer tried to plan an assassinate. Better option, he could just finally vaccinate. do 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 to Matt, good evening.
0: Oh, good evening, Tony. Uh, very fitting song. Uh, we'll talk about Demar visiting the White House when we get into our Bill's talk in just a few minutes here, but... It's a uh, tease. I, I, very teaser. But I thought you were either going to go what what you went with or in honor of our new safety Taylor rap, you were going to do a rap thing. Oh. A rap song.
1: That's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that in a future episode, because I'm oh, immediately thinking, I'm hearing teaser right there, I'm hearing Taylor rap, but I'm thinking Ninja rap.
0: <laughs> go Ninja, go Ninja, go.
1: Yeah, go Taylor, go
0: Taylor, go. Yeah, look We're already teasing it up.
1: We're already on our way.
0: I set it up, you knock it down. Simple as that. Uh, mm-hmm. And anytime you can reference either A Vanilla Ice or B the Ninja Turtles live action movies, you got to take advantage of it. Simple yeah, I as that. mean
1: I don't know that I even can think of another song that's a rap song that's called The Blank Rap. So it's a a match made in heaven.
0: It is. It really is. So that is going to be the song for next week, listeners. A little preview. A little teaser right there. Speaking Mm. of teenage, maybe mutant, maybe a ninja, definitely not a turtle. Devin Levi making his Sabres debut tonight. Tony, I think we have a goalie. After two years of... Getting Craig Anderson out of the retirement home and onto the ice, wishing Ukapeka Lukinan was the future that never would be. I think we have our goalie. The Sabres won three to two in overtime. Devin Levi Ooh. was fantastic. He doesn't look like a rookie and he's great and he's the next coming of Dominic Kashik.
1: Wow. I mean, moderate praise, but to say Subtle. the next coming of Dominic Kashik, yes. I like that you're not jumping. uh, I like that you're not jumping in too deep, too fast. Very wise. (laughs) I would say
0: baby steps.
1: (laughs) I would say baby steps. But now I I did not have the opportunity to see this game. So I am actually, I just queued up the highlights. They're on uh, the screen in front of me now. But I would say, based on three minutes of you explaining to me your interpretation of Devin Levi, a goalie that I have never watched a single second of him playing in the pro game uh, that I'm all in. I'm going to buy his Jersey. He will be the Godfather of one of my children after Kendall Gaskins is done. And um, I would say I'm excited and I would say being a Devin Levi fan is now my identity foremost and my status in this world.
0: Doesn't Devin Levi sound like a, um, a character from Jiggle House on the curl show. I'm Devin Levi. Okay, I
1: thought you were going to say Devin Levi sounds like... Publicity? Like, I mean, this is probably just because I'm thinking Levi Brown, but like sounds like a, like a sixth-round fringe draft pick.
0: Uh, it could be that From as man. well. Two things I love about Devin Levi right off the bat. Maybe this is why I'm okay. so high on him. Is uh, this real? First of all, this is very real. First of all, great flow. The kid has the hair of an angel, and I love the the route. Don Granado is taking with this team. The latest two superstars on this team, Owen Power and now Devin Levi, have an incredible head of lettuce. That's hockey talk for all you kids out there. Lettuce is on top of the head. Great flow, great head of hair. Don Granado obviously making up or compensating for the lack of his own, but I think that's a winning formula. As we know in football, Tony, the more right. dreads players with dreads you have on the team, the more success you have. It's just fact. Uh, it's science. Just like in football with the dreads hockey, you got to have great flow. Great flow equals success. Devin Levi has that covered. Secondly, he wears 27, which obviously means he graduated from the Trey white goalie Academy.
1: Uh, yes. I was just noticing his number 27, which I really, I love an, I love a goalie that takes it out of the mainstream. And by the mainstream, right. I mean the thirties, uh, an obscure, uh, and I <laughs> like, yeah, I know, yes, an obscure, but not an obscure number, a very common number in hockey, but not for a goaltender. Right. So I strongly appreciate this. Now, what I thought you were going to say regarding the hair situation is that PSE, for to sports and entertainment, is maybe about to have an anti-discrimination case on their hands because it's clear that they are breaking segregation laws here by segregating their teams between balds and haireds. <laughs>
0: They're Definitely not segregating their coaching staff. It's, it's all ball <laughs> That's that's true. It's all you're right.
1: Donnie Meatballs
0: <laughs> got himself a meatball up there. <laughs> yes, but... that's right. <laughs> Donnie Meatballs is like the the quintessential middle aged man LL Bean magazine model with his you quarter zip. I can see. I was gonna say I I
1: definitely combo. see him a, a quarter zip
0: guy. Definitely a quarter zip guy, and he wears the suit coat over the quarter zip, which is a look I've never seen yeah. before. I've seen a sweater vest under oh, really? a, a blazer. I've seen obviously shirt and tie. I've not seen a quarter zip. Donnie knows fashion. Now, what do you think about just like a graphic tee with a blazer over it? That's a that's a good question. When I see graphic tee with just a blazer over it, I'm thinking like the the kid who at eighteen moved out to Hollywood to try to make it as an actor and he didn't.
1: Yeah. Just trying to follow in the footsteps
0: of Chan Michael Murray. Aren't we all? Well, yeah, yes, we are. We're all trying to strive to be CMM, Tony. Yes, we are. That's our goal in life. I mean,
1: uh, who you, you know, he gave he gave literally all of Erie County hope,
0: it, and it is true
1: was is or has since been a role model. Uh has since been a role model for all of us to say yes, this is what absolutely you can become. You, you can know, become, Columbus yes. was Columbus was an explorer, but there were a lot after him. They were just as big of <laughs> assholes. <laughs>
0: Is Chad Michael Murray in that category?
1: Yeah, Chad Michael Murray, Christopher Columbus. I would say they're about equal. the equal... Uh,
0: about equal importance of history, yeah.
1: Yeah, the equal history makers of their time, of their respective That's, times.
0: Yes, I, w- I would say so. Definitely mm-hmm. really pivotal historical figures. But yes, Devin Levi, awesome first start. Sabers really. with a huge win. And we're also like right in the thick of the wildcard race, which is unheard of. For Sabres fans through this, I don't even know what it is now, 12, 11 year drought of no playoffs. I mean, they're right in it there. I think they're two games out with a game in hand or three games out with a game in hand or something like that. And we haven't had that conversation at the end of March in forever. So uh, these kids, these kids, because I say kids because they are the youngest team in the league, average age. Uh, These kids are exciting. They're good. They're talented. I think we got something. Tony, I I, I want to knock on wood and I don't want to say it because we might be entering a oh, period boy. of two good Buffalo sports teams. When Buffalo, of <laughs> course, was founded and they wrote the laws of Buffalo, wrote the laws of the Nickel City. The Sixth Amendment was Buffalo shall not have two good sports teams at the same time. Hence, I mean, I think it's time to rewrite the Buffalo Constitution, if you will. We are entering an age no. of two Buffalo sports that are good.
1: I suppose you do have to do that because we're you're saying that it was in an amendment already. It's a law. So there was a period at some point in Buffalo's history that they were allowed to have two good sports teams, but they probably at this point no, in history so. didn't have any sports teams, nor were professional sports on the radar of of what was happening here. Probably true. Um <laughs> ask pro- historical
0: figure Chad Michael Murray. No,
1: for- yes. <laughs>
0: Was around <laughs>
1: Chad Michael Murray, maybe is the uh, I forgot the term, but I, I was gonna say Daywalker, but that's not that's Blade, uh, but like yes, the that's mysterious, uh, uh, like never ages, like walks the earth for like an ageless
0: person that yes. walks
1: the earth forever. That like is just I, in, the, yes, I know exactly
0: what you're talking about,
1: yes, exactly. That do we have proof that Chad Michael Murray isn't that person?
0: We don't, that's a well, very, very valid point,
1: I think. that Now we're looking at another offshoot here of the many offshoots we have thought of in the witty, not funny network, the witty, not funny conspiracy theory podcast. Bring a little, that
0: uh, that should definitely, I mean, that is tailor made for us. Bring a little
1: wit, bring a little, yeah, I know. (laughs) Bring a little wit, bring a little conspiracy. We'll have to have
0: have have Chad on as a guest. we see if we can get him here. What's he up to these days? Other than Uh, living eternally. for the rest of the time. Matt,
1: he Matt. He is a cousin, the cousin of my
0: betrothed. Wait, no, stop it. No, yeah, that's real. You're just telling me this? Yeah. What, yeah, my, what, what yeah, are we paying you for, aunt. Tony, if you're just telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's a maybe well, for the wedding, so we'll see what happens. Uh, so this is blowing my mind right now. He's a maybe <laughs> for the wedding. Unbelievable. <laughs> that would be, I mean, boy to get. Wow one step closer to getting Chad Michael Murray on this podcast. You're
1: one step closer to the moment. You don't have to be filming him from in secret from an apartment across the way or anything. You can oh,
0: just be in finally. the moment. <laughs> finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just don't boy. ask for
1: pictures of his feet. Okay, man.
0: Oh, okay. Well, check that one off the list. <laughs> well, then it's all, all for right. nothing. Option two. <laughs> Speaking of good feet. No, I, I, that's not a segue. I have no idea. <laughs> we're sponsored by the good feet store oh again tony getting my hopes up here if i can meet chad (laughs) michael murray get sponsored by the good feet store i mean this podcast would really take off
1: yeah I would agree with an infrastructure (laughs) with a backing like that although i will say i could definitely see the good feet store being like the next my pillow so a little dangerous
0: (laughs) oh boy let's hope not good feet store is a staple business of the buffalo community yeah you're probably right can't have that pillar fall who know who knows the domino effect that'll occur?
1: <laughs>
0: but back on track, Tony. Saber's exciting. Maybe this isn't their year that they break the drought, but they're young, they're talented. Next year is in the years to come. Very excited. So that's all I gotta say. Devin Levi, great flow, Trey White Goalie Academy, spokesperson for Stridex. Well, I will say I'm watching these highlights twice because they're so
1: entertaining. They're good. Well, every goal that we scored was like a super hot goal. Uh, And then I will say Devin Levi has shown shown me a thing or two for sure. Yes,
0: he is. I hope I can get a goat head. He's the future. Maybe the present too. Yeah, the future is now, I hope. The future is now like the the Sabres who are good. The Bills are also good. We got a lot of Bills to talk about. You ready to throw it to Marvin and get into some Bills chat? I've never wanted to hear Marv's voice more in my entire life. Marv, that beautiful voice of a 90-plus year old man. (laughs) Marv, take it away. We'll be back after the break. Bills bills go. Come on, let's win. And we are back. Tony, let's get into Bill's talk. We got some free agency news to cover. We got new stadium renderings to to ponder over. But let's start with. Demar Hamlin, visiting the White House. It was your song this week. Tony A player, has finally made it to the White House. Four years of Super Bowl losses. Just one win they would have made it to the White House. It finally happens. 30-odd-so years later. Uh, Demar Hamlin visited the White House, bringing Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer jerseys. We're not going to get political on this podcast. But it, it's really good to see. And, and maybe his playing career will never continue. Hopefully... It does in some capacity because it seems like he wants it to and I hope he as a young guy can live out his NFL dream some more. But you got to love the way he has pivoted from this tragic event, this extremely scary situation and made it an absolute positive about defibrillator awareness and, and having getting more defibrillators in schools and whatnot and to make athletes safer while they play. From his messages at the ESPYs and on national television to interviews in national media and now at the grandest stage of them, all probably on C-SPAN at 2.30 in the afternoon on a Thursday <laughs> with a viewing audience of 750 retirement homes. But it was just cool. It was cool to see Damar using Using his platform for good on a, on a huge stage like that What are your thoughts seeing DeMar In the Oval Office Future president
1: <laughs> First thing I noticed With DeMar in the Oval Office Went with no socks I thought it was a bold <laughs> choice for meeting the President of the United States
0: That's that's the look The no socks thing is big I
1: know, I mean I know that, you know that Does Joe know that?
0: Joe definitely doesn't know that
1: well, That's kind of what I'm saying
0: Joe is a gotta, sock, play, socks up to, the, to the shins guy.
1: Yeah, those are compression socks. So <laughs> yes. I, I saw that. And I'm like, not playing to your audience here. I'm like, the, the, the no sock game, I appreciate. It was a bold choice, I thought. Bold choice. But he looked bold great. Choice. I like that did. he wore uh, Bill's colors. They were probably U.S. Yeah. colors, but in
0: my mind, it's Bill's colors. Well, we're America's team, so it goes hand in hand. Good point. Good point. I will say, Tony, this Body double of DeMar Hamlin is earning his paycheck. He is doing a lot of work.
1: Oh, I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum. He should be working for free. He should be paying us. He's meeting (laughs) presidents. He's getting free trips to DC. This is like going to award shows.
0: He's on the mask singer. Exactly.
1: Wait, what? DeMar Hamlin is on the mask singer? Yeah.
0: For real? You didn't know about this? How did you miss that? Because you're not on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Is it real? Are you making this up? Because I'm not on
0: Twitter. I'm not making this up. Was he a singer? Uh, I don't think so. I think he was just on the Masked Singer, like as a guest. Okay, I, I've never really watched the
1: Masked Singer, so I don't, I don't know what that like in what capacity they would have guests.
0: Like Demar's little brother, Demir, was out on stage with like Sesame Street characters, and then Demar came out. It was wild. <laughs> what? why did any of that happen i really have no idea i didn't watch it because i don't watch a terrible show like the masked singer but demar was out there he was holding a football okay like the the viewers of fox primetime didn't know this random football player so they gave him a football before he went out Um, this will clear it up for everyone i will send you a screenshot of demar being on the masked singer it is a wild scene it's him holding a football for whatever reason, his brother with Elmo, uh, Nick Cannon looking like a flamingo with like a fuzzy pink coat ensemble, obviously fake secret security guards, and then one <laughs> of the mass singers. I don't know who. It looks like some kind of bug or squirrel or maybe a combination of both. If you did shrooms while you're watching this, you had the time of your life. That is how trippy Just watching it is. now,
1: <laughs> what is on mute is like, I think it's helping me that I'm watching it on mute. Is I'm watching Ken Jong just lose his fucking mind <laughs> and see yeah. Demar Hamlin. Well, he used to be a doctor. Which makes sense. So... I know Ken Jong Ken is a doctor. So, like, yep. makes sense. Makes sense to me. Just absolutely losing it. This is unbelievable. I cannot wait to watch this with the sound down. Is Robin Thicke it, it always was... on The Masked Singer?
0: Yeah, he's always a judge. Oh, uh-huh, okay. You seem to know a lot about this show for someone who claims to not watch it. Uh, I don't watch it. I know a lot about pop culture. I'm just... No, uh, Random enough. knowledge. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild. Like It came out of nowhere, too. <laughs> so <laughs> Damar is making the rounds, or Damar's body double. We don't officially know, but Damar is making the rounds. It's just good to see him. Uh, he, I mean, it's just good to see it's him good. out there doing stuff. I would agree with that.
1: Where would you put Damar in... The rankings of most famous bills currently
0: rostered, third, fourth. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, well, we have Josh, obviously. Digs. Mm-hmm.
1: See, even, but I think there's an ar- argument to be made that he's even higher because a lot of non-football fans know very well who Demar
0: Hamlin is, and yeah, they know nothing about the NFL. He, I think Josh is obviously a number one. Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah. That, I mean, that's an argument to be had. Demar could be number two. Yeah. Number 19. He's somewhere between Billy two and Buffalo.
1: four. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh huh. That
0: mascot's terrible.
1: I could not agree more. And it's only gotten worse it, over the
0: years. It only has gotten worse, yeah. Well, he lost the hunchback. Right. I'm just saying give the give the guy a real jersey. Don't have this weird BB mascot jersey. Just give him a number. Anyway, minute of mascot beef. Yeah, DeMar could be number two. I think there's a there's a valid argument there. It's a good point. Wow. This is what I would say if you asked me this about, question five years ago if we had the same roster five years ago like von Miller might be number two that's what I was thinking too
1: I think yeah. it, I think it's between two and four with you know Josh von Miller Steph Diggs
0: yeah and Demar I'd say that's DeMar- it that's pretty yeah. accurate I would say that is pretty accurate so good to see Demar yeah, like that's your four using yeah that's definitely your four it's good to see Demar using his platform to spread the message is he the first build visit the white house is he wasn't there a former I guess. There a former bill you know what tony it might be brad butler wasn't he a senator
1: uh jack kemp i'm sure was was in the white house a bunch jack of times kemp.
0: i'm sure jack kemp not was elected
1: too. lost that yep. election
0: Tomorrow, uh Graham might be the third bill to be
1: <laughs> which uh bill is most likely to have a future career in elected politics
0: oh i like this question let's see here who do you think I, I have an answer, but I'm, I'm curious to know what you think first.
1: I have a few names kicking around my brain right now. Okay. Um, I'm trying not to be influenced by the fact that throughout the late 2000s, I was really in a kick of like, well, Peyton Manning is is going to join politics and rise through the ranks quickly because I just like caught that vibe from him. Like he, if he wanted it, he would have a huge future in politics. And he's a very smart guy. Faye Manning is a rocket scientist, as we learned from Madden. So, the name, a name that is going in my brain a lot is Mitch Morse.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Mitch Morse, really well spoken, really down to earth, has a way about him that makes him seem wise. (laughs) Seem wise? (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know the man. I don't know if he's really wise. He could be an imbecile. No, I like how how you're
0: equating (laughs) like a politician to a person who seems wise. So that might not be wise, but like that is very politician of so, so good pick. Do you think Mitch Morris? Yeah, this is the United why? States.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and seems like he has a handle on big picture sort of thing, sort of concept. So, Mitch Morris, what was my first thought,
0: other than like call super obvious. Yeah. It's called yeah. defenses, like he call out his political opponents. I could see that. Yeah. Um, my uh-huh. mind was going to the first. the first person I thought who would be a great politician is Micah Hyde.
1: Oh yeah. Mm,
0: I can see that. Once again, I think he's a very smart guy, charismatic, oh, always calm, cool and collected, right? Like, yeah. Nothing seems to unnerve him or get under his skin. He just seems very like stout and polished. It's kind of got that political demeanor to him. He's got the Kennedy chin. That's Ooh, a funny reference.
1: But also, but also like true to life. in that yeah. the Kennedy chin gets
0: you places. It does. It really does. But also now, when he speaks, this... he seems very well spoken, mm-hmm. very intelligent, not seemingly knowledgeable, whatever you said. <laughs> Seeming yeah. Seems wise. Seems wise. But he does. Right. I
1: might I might veer I might veer more towards a micah because I do have a fear surrounding how many concussions Mitch morris has had and what that will look like ten years uh, down the road. But yeah. right? you a, can be successful a... in politics with that, as we learned yeah. from uh Herschel Walker.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if he was successful, but I was thinking more like, uh, like a John Fetterman yeah. you know, stroke, obviously. So.
1: People voted for him.
0: Yeah, huh? yeah, people did. <laughs> yeah, people did. <laughs> All right, we're opening the window into politics too much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Good for Demar, like I mentioned, and good to see him using his platform to to spread a a very powerful message. And because I I think it's it's probably pretty difficult to not only do something maybe you've never done before in your life, like go out and deliver a message and talk about these causes so effectively. DeMar's done a, I think, an admirable job of spreading the good word here.
1: I would say so. He's, he's making the most of opportunities that he would never have otherwise. Yeah. And I would too. I mean, it's so unique to be like put in that situation of, yeah, you can like be a voice on that kind of platform for a cause and he's, also making the most of it because, you know, I mean, I don't know that DeMar was ever destined for stardom based on his football skills. So True. it's cool that, you know, it's cool that this is playing out
0: this way. Tony, let's move away from Capitol Hill back to One Bill's Drive and talk about the new stadium renderings that were released this week. We got to finally got an inside the stadium look for the first time. Uh, and I have some thoughts, Tony. And I'm sure you do, too. Okay. I do. You want to start with the good? You want to start with the good or the bad? In my opinion, I guess the bad. I thought these were the strongest renderings I've seen. Not to, uh, I like most of them. Can we talk about like okay. the inside? I guess it's a bar area with the flags overhanging it.
1: I I think I already know what you're going to say. What and do you think I, I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Buffalo's hottest new catchphrase: "Just freeze, baby."
0: <laughs> Who said that? When you look back through the history books of the Bills organization, who said just freeze, baby?
1: Just freeze. L. Davis? I don't need to know. I don't need to know who said it. That can be an anonymous quote because I'm ready to just freeze, baby.
0: (laughs) I mean, should we put this on a T-shirt? I think we should. (laughs) I think we should get in on this at the ground level. If this is going to be a thing and these renderings are accurate and these... Mm -hmm flags I guess they are, are going to be hanging in the new stadium. Just freeze, baby, <laughs> is going to be the new catchphrase. I would say right how, now. How would you even apply that? <laughs> what what application does that apply to? Like like the end of a speech. It, just freeze, baby. Wouldn't that be hilarious? But I, don't ad- I don't even get it. Every post game speech. I don't. You don't get it.
1: I don't, I don't know. I'm like you in the sense that I don't get in what scenario it could possibly make sense.
0: Right, like, I mean, even if even if it was the the Patriots wildcard game, like, do you think Josh and the captains go off for the coin toss? They call the coin toss and they shake hands and Josh is shaking hands with Mac Jones and Mac's like, hey, just good, freeze, good luck out there, Josh. And Josh is like, just freeze, baby, and walks away. Like, no. <laughs> Nobody's saying this phrase.
1: No, I would say just freeze. I don't even baby know where more, it came from. Is more likely to be said during a photo shoot with Chad Michael Murray like ooh that's <laughs> the look just freeze baby
0: yeah like you're 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 Try hitting that blue shot. steel just freeze baby just freeze baby also like these flags what's the point i don't get i don't get the flags it would be much cooler if those were all television playing different playing games throughout the throughout the day
1: different games no we have to get away from that i think like this is a bill. This is not an NFL stadium. This is a Bill Stadium for the Bills. If you have other interests, get the fuck out. Like you, you can a, have. That's a bold a statement patient. after
0: they after they approved uh, gambling kiosks in the stadiums. Yeah, year.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> but it's like I I I think I would rather than be flags or something. Now I do think it looks in the rendering. It looks like well, they kind of overdid it with the flags. Like because like flags are not uh, a part of think? anything. <laughs> yeah. If it was like the bucks where like the flag is an, an aspect of the culture. Right. Like a Okay. Flag, yeah. Right. But we, we could have done better. We could do better than flags and a banner that says just freeze baby. So in that sense, <laughs> I do agree with you, but Matt, what I do like the flags contribute to an overall vibe. Like I think that the inside or the, or those scenes that uh, we saw rendered, they're very reminiscent of like the past several drafts, like a lot of neon a yes. lot of those colors in the yep. background. Like it's, I all, like it's all kind of like that. And I do like that. And I like the shout. I like the big neon shout. No I, I do like the incorporation of
0: some like organizational or fan base staples. The shout, yes. the Zubas on the wall, the mafia, they incorporated right. the aspects of the, the, the fan base quite well in these renderings. And I do like the neon. Yes, I'm sir. always a fan.
1: We love a neon. We're we'll we'll a big a neon, neon
0: podcast.
1: Big neon, big po- neon podcast.
0: Big right we'll neon Many listeners
1: are anti-neon. I don't know how you made it this long.
0: Stop listening. Stop listening. Turn this podcast. This is not the podcast for you. We are big no. neon people. Yes. Yeah. So go to Earwolf. <laughs> those anti-neon haters over at Earwolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the I'm guessing it's just like a social area where you can put your drink at a at a long, lengthy bar top. With the Just Freeze Baby flags, plural. See, that that's the other thing. I guess I, guess I hate Just Freeze Baby because where the heck did you get that phrase from? But I do appreciate them just ramming it down our throats. Now, there's not just one Freeze Baby flag. There's like six or seven there. And if that is accurate and they have six or seven Just Freeze Baby flags when that stadium is complete, I will love every second of it because they are just owning it it's ridiculous yeah. it's ludicrous it's dumb but if you own it that you get a thumbs up from me
1: i mean i can't wait to paint just freeze baby on a wall in my basement
0: <laughs> this, <laughs> oh, is this is the future. Can, the future and then we can even is we can
1: say when we're in that room for the first time we can be like Man, it's just like we're in the artist's renderings it's like it's like <laughs> yeah. a the immersive van gogh thing but of an architect's rendering
0: yeah absolutely was just freeze baby? Was that like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he played Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin? Was that his catchphrase? Uh, like just freeze baby. I feel like that was it.
1: There was no, it wasn't that. There was some, there was like a few that he would say because it was just full of like wintry puns.
0: Yes. Yeah. It was just like, and a lot campy, of it was about being cool wintry cool. puns. Yeah. I am like 80% sure at some point in that movie he said just freeze baby. <laughs> Maybe that's where they got it from. Tony my other beef with the the inside renderings these megaphone horns okay okay do you think those are going to be a real thing no i kind of don't or i don't know if i do or don't because they're in the shout area and i right. kind of like the idea of them like like a lot of a lot of sports teams a lot of stadiums have something to get the fans going Before the opening kickoff, like the chiefs have the drum and there's a like organizations do this all the time. Like I think the bucks like shoot the cannons, for example, like the major league soccer team, the Portland Timbers, a guy like uh, chainsaws off a piece of like a tree trunk, just something to like get the fans (laughs) riled up. I would kind of like this idea if it was like a huge megaphone on the inside of the stadium, not in the concourse, but on the, in the bowl, to like get the fans going instead of the bills legend out there before the game with just a microphone over the sound system saying, where would you rather be? Like he's shouting it from this megaphone. I think mm. that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah. I yes, Visual. I can get on board with that
0: instead of this like kids interactive play area they have rendered right. up here.
1: Well, yeah, there's like one kid in it. I'm anti megaphone
0: because
1: sure. to me, what the vision is, is we have these megaphones, And like it's next to the word shout, like this is some sort of shout station. And I think just as we would in real, just as many would in real life, like when people are arriving and departing or egress, as it's called, you just hear like random AAAs and then other people join in like these these megaphones, I presume is like you go up to a megaphone like you can do it. And it's a fun thing. It's going to be just nonstop, I think.
0: Sorry, like when the novel, as you were describing that, I'm like, that's going to be nonstop.
1: Yeah. The novelty in it exists in the initial periods. It's just gonna like beat it to death and no one will want to hear shout again for the rest of their life.
0: Like literally the second game of the year. I'm just gonna be like, oh shut up. Oh my god. Like another fucking kid is gonna go up there and do this. Like Or another drunk right. adult pushing a kid uh, well, out of the think, way to get to these megaphones. I can totally see yeah, that. I think, play more
1: likely, I think more likely drunk adult.
0: I mean a Bill's game is no place for kids. So much more likely drunk adults. Which uh, the, the sanitary discussion around this is, is a whole nother topic in itself. Oh my gosh, yeah. We won't spewing even get into it. Spewing the grossness. <laughs> so the megaphones, the flags. But there are aspects I like. I like the neonness, as we mentioned. I like the levels. Kramer from Seinfeld. Levels, levels Jerry. Yeah. I, lo- I love levels. So I like that. I haven't been to a lot of NFL stadiums outside of the Ralph, but, and that's, so I don't know if this is a thing, but viewing or being able to see like the support structure from the concourse. I think that's kind of cool. Again. Okay. I can get on board with that. I'm I'm whatever about it. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's kind of neat. And you have the neon lights running up the beams and I don't know. I think it's kind of a cool look. I mean, I I kind of go in the neon. It feels very Buffalo, very industrial, very Rust Belt, Nickel City kind of vibes to it. So they they do overall look look very cool. Tony, another beef. And I think maybe the biggest beef that I have that the whole fan base should have. Where are the troughs? Show me the troughs. It's like Kimigan Jr. I cannot sign money on this
1: stadium until I see the trough confirmed.
0: Exactly. I will not set one foot inside this new stadium. Until I see troughs, <laughs> let the troughs be supported with neon light. That would be great. It would give a, it would give everyone a little, little target to hit into. That would be probably very helpful. I like that idea. Yeah,
1: give really, me the troughs. Give like, me neon they, in
0: the troughs. Want to see it? Right.
1: They think the bills are the focal point of this. Really, this is a trough stadium where football <laughs> games may be played.
0: Absolutely, that is the right mentality. You have it. Yeah. We need to see troughs. I can't support these efforts. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's it's one like a thing to situation. take from like, the old.
1: Prove to me my daughter is safe.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. And Liam Neeson's here as well. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you were to take one thing from the old stadium, that's what it would be. If you If you want to run with this, like, staples of the fan base kind of motif they're going for. Flags and slogans and sayings and Zubas and megaphones. And you got to have troughs. It's as, it's as much a part of the experience as any of the other stuff, as much as the mafia, as much as AAAA, as much as shout, any of this stuff, the troughs are just as important. So that was my other thought, Tony, any other thoughts about our first look inside the stadium? I
1: think we got a clear picture of the jumbotron situation. Mm-hmm, and they both mm-hmm. seem, it seems like we have two of the same, or basically two of the longer rectangles that we have in the current stadium. Yes. Uh, I'm okay with which that. Which disappointed me. Eh, no. I'm fine with, I mean, I guess. Yeah, you like, you, like a, you
0: like a non rectangular.
1: Yeah, I like a non rectangular. Just got to be different. I would say, <laughs> yes, I have a standard of excellence and I need them to meet it.
0: The television has been rectangular for decades. If it ain't broke, don't fix it.
1: I mean, they in relative to history, they did recently change the shape of the television. from four by three to sixteen by nine. But I would say still a rectangle. Um, yeah, I guess. So I would say inside the stadium, the, the field, the thing that I noticed is like if you're looking on what from the images on the right, and there's like the countertop sort of like desk area behind the end zone. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's where oh, my yes. questions lie. Like, what's going on over there? Is that the casual, like as it was described to us, like the like the high top tables, casual kind of area? Is that what that is?
0: It looks <laughs> so like I know it's not.
1: Actually, so I know that's not what it is, but like it looks like it.
0: I'm hoping the casual standing only area is not field level because that would be that'd be really beneficial for <laughs> those people to pay for some right cheap ticket then you get to be at field level pretty much i'm thinking it's more of a like a a deluxe suite like the buffalo bisons have suites where you can Mm. have both an inside and outside presence i'm thinking that that's what this is okay you have an inside with the food and whatnot and then you can step on out to these balconies if you will also like the bisons have the outfield like party deck i think this is like a a sweet version of the party deck. And one question I do want to ask you though, Tony, on the picture of the, the outside of the stadium, front facing, walking up to the stadium. It looks like the tailgate area is sectioned off. I'm a huge fan of this by trees. You are it's sectioned off by trees. A huge oh. fan of this. Yes. I, if I'm walking into the stadium, if I'm ready to go in and watch warmups and whatever, I don't want to be dealing with watching people puke to my left and uh some guy trying to make a circus catch over a guardrail to my right while they're tossing the football and and running into people like i I like this if i'm walking into the stadium if i'm making my trek into the stadium i want to be unencumbered i don't want to be bothered i want a clear path there's no cars going through there's no it's fine I would say
1: okay, that's gonna be nice in terms of like a pedestrian walkway that's not just next to the cars, which then ultimately allows you to just spill into where the cars are because it's that's gonna be easier. And then then it's just you know chaotic. How do you feel about these tents on that pedestrian walkway? Now I'm imagining that these are like vendor tents
0: that's what i was gonna say I think uh, or like, merch, or like sponsorship tents.
1: tents like when you go into training camp and you like okay i have to go through this parking lot of like tents and there's like a barber yes. for some reason and stuff like i kind of picture <laughs>
0: um hey that guy's gotta make a living too
1: yeah i know yeah yeah i guess i can live with that i i don't know i guess i can live with it but it seems it's just different it's just different i suppose
0: um yeah i like it
1: i don't hate it I, yeah, I, I, like, like I like the tree lined. I like the tree linedness of it. I like that. yeah, i'm I'm good with that.
0: Any other thoughts about the stadium renderings? Anything bother you? Anything you like that we didn't mention?
1: Uh, everything that I wanted to say we have mentioned
0: oh, we covered we covered it all oh, <laughs> So that's our thoughts about the stadium renderings. Listeners, let' us know what you think. We'll put some of our sound bites on Twitter. Let' us know what you think about the new stadium.
1: make sure to reply to us with the hashtag. Just freeze, baby.
0: Just freeze, baby. If if we have any goal this offseason, it's to get two hashtags to trend. Be Wolf <laughs> and just freeze, baby. Just freeze, baby. <laughs> Moving on, Tony. We started in D.C. on Capitol Hill. We moved to One Bill's Drive in the stadium. Let's move to the players that are going to be playing in that stadium. And I want to start... With talking about the franchise, J Seventeen, the Chosen One, He Who Remains, however you want to nickname him, and I'm worried about J Seventeen, Tony. That's why I want to bring him up. Unlike last season, last off season, we're not seeing a lot of Josh Allen. We don't know what he's doing. I feel like last off season he was everywhere. He was on the SBS. Mm. He was doing the like. He was he was front and center, out in the crowd, man of the people. Like I always felt like I knew what Josh Allen was doing, whether it was golfing or going to dinner. Like This offseason, ghost. And I'm worried about him. So, Tony, I think to get my mind right, I think we need to, just like we did last fall, re-rank our Josh Allen best friend rankings. And I think the best friend rankings are important to see where J-17's mindset is at. And if okay. I see where J-17's mindset is at, I can adjust my mindset accordingly. Tony, let's do some best friend rankings. We'll do our top three as we usually do. Let's start with number three and work our way up to who we think is Josh's current best friend. Tony, would you like to do the honors this week with Um, who you think is Josh's third best friend? (laughs) Okay. Player, coach, media personality. It could be anyone. Chad Michael Murray. Who knows?
1: (laughs) I think Josh's third best friend is Tiger Woods.
0: Oh, I like it.
1: Okay. Now, as we all know, I, we've never seen eyes on Josh like that, of, like that of we witnessed when he met Tiger Woods. And I have no reason to believe that it didn't start there and continues on. Now, Josh, we know, has been spending a lot of time on the golf course this offseason so far. Yep. And I know Too much time. last time I saw him on a golf course, he was hanging out with Tiger himself. So I have to give my number three. Obviously, Tiger is a busy man, an important man, a historic and historic man. So he's got to take the number three spot.
0: I, I like this. Um, I, I like the pick because I think it's an accurate pick. I don't like the pick because <laughs> I don't know if Tiger Woods is a character we want our franchise quarterback hanging around with. Uh, Tiger Woods is a notorious marital cheater. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say. Getting, currently getting sued by his ex-girlfriend. Uh not Look, the these big celebrities—they're getting
1: sued all the time. You're right; it's adding up in the sense that it's like, ooh, a couple months ago or weeks ago, we had these rumors about Josh and Britney. Now Josh That's is hanging saying out with Tiger Woods.
0: What I'm saying he's doing some damage control. Next, learning how to do some damage control from the master, I guess, master, who won the Masters. Yeah, so Tiger yeah, Woods, I a mean, very who's next? Will respect- Chamberlain? Oh, I mean, maybe that—that <laughs> that, that is the why. next step, I guess.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I thought like, okay, who's a famous womanizer?
0: Will Chamberlain
1: is the <laughs> one to say that'll I mean, land with our listeners.
0: If anybody is a fan of Anchorman, yeah. We know Will Chamberlain's uh, I don't even know <laughs> how to classify Tony. My pick for Josh Allen's third best friend, and again, one I don't like because I don't think ever since he's coming to the picture, anything good has happened. Mm. He's a bandwagon fan, and that's Kyle Brandt. Oh, I know, like, a majority of Bill's Mafia, like, loves Kyle Brandt because he'll yell into a TV screen, getting the Bills psyched up in the fan. Whatever. Like, no, man, let me stop you right in there. Chicago. Yeah, go for it.
1: Do you do you know how television works? We see him on a TV screen. He's yelling into a camera.
0: Well, he's also at the Bill's game like periodically it, yelling as well.
1: Yeah, it's not like an Alice in Wonderland mirror. <laughs> they were like you're yelling into each other
0: He's isn't yelling at the camera We works.
1: receive him on a TV screen
0: And I'm yelling back Because I don't like him yeah. being a Bills fan Which he really maybe isn't I don't think he is I think yeah, he's I think just like his he's like pretending to be So he can launch this Kyle Brandt's Basement Video podcast Yeah, Josh is a guest every week on that thing You don't think Kyle Brandt was playing The long con to try to get Josh <sighs> On his show every single week. I absolutely. All building that. up to
1: when oh. Kyle Brandt can just hang out in his basement just like me. Yeah. yeah. Doing a podcast.
0: Kyle Grant grew up in Chicago as a Bears fan, uh, moved on to MTV Real World, where he made a name for himself, and then on to NFL Network. None of this had to do with Buffalo whatsoever in his 40 years on this earth until two years ago. But for some reason, Josh goes on his show every week or did during the season, they seem to be buddy-buddy. I don't like it. I don't like fair-weather fans. I don't like bandwagon fans. If you're a Bills fan, you're a Bills fan from day one. You can't just switch. Yep. Unless, unless Bills some... fan by conception. Yes. Unless some ungodly thing happens, like you're a Chargers fan and they move from San Diego to L.A. and you don't want to be an L.A. fan, so you choose the Bills. I can understand Mm -hmm. that because you're bitter, your team moved, and I get that. I get it. Or you're you're a St. Louis Rams fan and they moved to L.A., so you don't want to be an L.A. Rams fan. Those are the circumstances where you can align yourself or choose to be a fan of the Bills. Kyle Brand has experienced none of those circumstances, (laughs) those ridiculous circumstances that would choose one to change their fandom. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes me upset. It makes me mad, and it makes me mad that Josh is associating himself with him.
1: And he dedicates a lot of time to Kyle Brandt. Like he's always gotta watch these movies and stuff. That's time consuming. Yep. He's gotta yeah. talk on the show and watch
0: the movies. He dedicates that's a lot him. of hours. He dedicates his time and his effort to be not only watch the movies, but then go on the show. You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of hours Very, to dedicate to that's a, a lot of hours. A guy hours. who just started liking you a couple of years ago.
1: Right. Where was he
0: in Wyoming? That's right. Where respect or exactly. respect is due. Where were you Man, when are you Josh ready for was drafted me? and 50% of us didn't like the pick? 50%. Where were you then, Kyle Brandt?
1: You're being nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tony, your number two.
1: Okay, my number two pick. So you mentioned, where has Josh been? He was so out there at the beginning of the offseason last time. Where has he been lately? This is prime Josh time, but he's just been in the bat cave? Has he just been in isolation? Well, I know just a his isolation. I know his isolation, his fortress of solitude situation. His number two best friend is who he is who his PIC would be—that's partner in crime. In said isolation, that's his neighbor, Squirrel Winter. Oh. he's just hanging out with Squirrel all the time.
0: Who wouldn't want to?
1: Josh and Squirrel. Squirrel's not busy. Josh the snow's squirrel. melted.
0: I'll tell you what. Squirrel's got squirrel got Winter, around. when he was digging Josh out, did not say "just freeze, baby." I can tell you that.
1: No, he did not. He said, just thaw, baby.
0: Just thaw, baby. I'm getting you out of here. Yeah. Squirrel winter. Love it. I almost forgot about squirrel winter for a hot second yeah. there.
1: Well, which many is did. my That's fault. That's why. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because nobody should forget about him.
1: No, I know. But here we are now. I mean, they're both in incognito mode and in Richie incognito mode.
0: <laughs> both just crazy. Hanging
1: out in, in where they live. <laughs> yeah. Pulling out randos at the gym.
0: Do you think like Squirrel Winter didn't take enough advantage of his like, 5 minutes of fame? 100%. Like Squirrel I'm thinking should have been on yes. T-shirts. We should have had rally squirrels at the Bills games instead of rally monkeys. Like who's who's the guy that everyone hates? Who's a big jerk? Dallas is going down, guy. Yeah. Mike uh like that I don't know his M's. real name. Huge jerk. So I don't care. But I mean that guy rode that one line for like thirty years. He had a beer named after him. Like Squirrel Winter should be doing a ton of a lot more branding, merchandising, etc. Like he could really take off with this.
1: I was expecting a lot, a little bit more internet content from Squirrel himself. Like I, I thought mm-hmm. a Squirrel vlog is about to start. You know, what's it like living right. next to Josh Allen?
0: Kind of like with some of those fascinating.
1: Yeah, it kind of would be, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a real idea. i um, watched Josh get his mail today. Right. Yeah. We all want to know. Join the Patreon. I got some feet pics. Josh's in uh,
0: sandals. He was wearing a robe. It was a fluffy robe. It yep. looked comfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. It could just be, like, fireside chats with Squirrel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: And now like, you picture Tuesdays like, with
0: Maury, but Tuesdays with Squirrel.
1: Why? and I picture... Like you know that commercial that Josh did when the Canadian border opened, and oh, yeah. Josh is in like uh, Josh is in like the robe and hockey mitts and stuff. I picture yeah. oh, I picture most of that apparel belong to Squirrel.
0: <laughs> that is borrowed. I think from he Squirrel. borrowed he, he borrowed it. Yeah, I can yeah. very well see that. Squirrel Winter is yeah. a great second pick. Also, a little upsetting that he hasn't done more with with his fame. Tony, my second pick. I think this is a pretty obvious one. But I'm going with his brother from another mother and now current teammate, Kyle Allen. This is my first pick. Uh huh. Oh, nice. I mean, they were buddies before Kyle Allen joined the Bills. I'm guessing Josh is nothing but thrilled to have his good friend who he vacations with and hangs out with on the team now with him in the same QB room as him. And if I was Matt Barkley, I would kind of feel like the third wheel here. The Hibachi boys are on the rocks, Tony. I mean,
1: the Hibachi boys are on the rocks. Yes. It's all going to be just all about Kyle Allen now. The Allens hanging out. The Like Zava yeah. just arrived. It's all about Zava. It's all about <laughs> the Allens in that room now. It's, Devin Levi has and, big uh,
0: Zava vibes, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. So, is, for is example, he very spiritual. Very. During uh, commercial breaks, instead of going to the bench and talking to his coaches, he turns around, faces the goal, and meditates.
1: Is that for real?
0: Yes, very real.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Big Zava vibes. Very Loving
1: big it. Zava vibes. Yeah. No complaints here.
0: <laughs> like, it's it's a very funny visual, too, because he'll be like <laughs> kneeling on his goalie pads facing the goal, uh-huh. and nobody's out there except the guys like that are shoveling the excess ice. They're no. just kind of like moving around <laughs> <Okay>. him. <laughs> He's just like just... zen out. It's awesome. Okay, now I'm like
1: ready to go to a uh live to a game just to have the live experience of this
0: you're gonna champ <laughs> big like, Zamba Zamba, like Levi, Levi. <laughs> yeah, just try and really distract him completely. just see what happens, yeah, yeah, but yeah, the hibachi boys on the rocks, not liking uh-huh. that Matt barkley has got to be uh, a a little worried that his friendship with j a seventeen is might be coming. Maybe not coming to an end, but a new fresh face might be moving in on his territory. Wow! Yeah,
1: but this is what Josh wanted. Did you watch the golf thing?
0: No, there's a golf. thing. you know thing? what I'm talking about? No. Uh,
1: yes. There's so there is a what it is. There's a YouTube show and it follows a group of friends, maybe early 30s, uh, as they golf and they have like guests as they golf. Okay. And Josh Allen and Kyle Allen were on the show, so it's it's 36 minutes. Of Josh on the golf course being a goofball as he often oh, on the very golf course. Oh yeah, it's 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 worth a watch. It's called the Busta Jack Golf Show.
0: Busta Jack.
1: Busta B U S T A J A C K Spacebar Golf.
0: It's like it Busta five days ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Busta Jack Golf. Busta Jack Golf. I will definitely check that out. So you obviously watched it. Is it just like half most an hour of? Is Kyle Allen and Josh Allen like best buddies?
1: Yes, it is. And and the reason that I brought it up is because Josh did like say when they alluded to how and and now Kyle Allen's joining him on the Bills. Josh Allen said like, yeah, it took me forever to finally get him there. Oh. Uh, so I think so, you know, revealing like that there was pressure, that there's both recruitment and pressure from Josh to Bean about having that the situation. That's why I give my number one pick to Kyle Allen because Josh is making a move like that. That's a best friend move. um Yeah,
0: that is the best friend move. So he's and, been. He's, this has but, been in the works for a while. It sounds like
1: maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I kind of the way you said it, I kind of took it as like like maybe it was just a this off season kind of thing. But like he had to work okay. to be like no, the plan in the QB sh- room should be that Kyle Allen comes. To answer your question, it was tough to see their. Sort of best friend banter because they paired off not with each other, like, but with the mm-hmm. two hosts of the show. So there actually wasn't as much Kyle and Josh banter as you would think, but still there was some, and it was you know the the, the vibes were obvious.
0: I have to check that out.
1: Check it out. Everyone should check it out. It was a good insight.
0: Busta Jack golf got it. So that Tony I'll was your you number one. Please do my number one pick since Kyle Allen was your number one pick. Uh my number one pick is the ultimate. If there's an angel devil over your shoulder situation, this guy is the devil. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, I hope not. They are too buddy buddy. We saw I saw a video yep. of I, it seemed to be some kind of QB camp, but Josh and and Aaron being very chummy around each other, palling around, Josh knocking the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands unsuspectedly. Out of any of the options to choose for Josh Allen's best friend, the one I have ranked number one is the one I want not even ranked in any way, shape, or form because the last person I want Josh Allen hanging around with is Aaron Rodgers. But they seem to get along. They seem to be cut from the same cloth. And I'm I'm a little I'm a little worried. I mean, we all know Aaron Rodgers. He goes on darkness retreats. He takes ayahuasca. He stunt doubles for Nick Cage on Con Air. Like it's just <laughs> a guy I don't want the face of my franchise being associated with. And also on the field and in the front offices, he seems like an issue. Obviously, the whole drama now is getting him to the Jets and it seems like he's holding both the Jets and the Packers hostage by himself uh he's holding the Packers hostage because they're demanding way too much for him and they're he's holding the Jets hostage because it doesn't seem like he wants to go there unless he has his guys there like Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis and Alan Lazard signed there recently, David Bakhtiari. Like the Jets need to trade for these guys as well before I come to the Jets. Like he's already a huge headache. He's already a huge issue, um, and he just seems like a weird guy. I don't know. I don't want Josh <laughs> hanging around him, and they seem too buddy buddy for my liking currently.
1: Now, Matt, don't you think that that's part of being a quarterback though? Successful quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, like Josh so far, yes, have. The way about them that they can win over a diverse locker room. So there's like an aspect of at what point do you put aside? Hey, this guy's clearly crazy, but you know I like him. So like, <laughs> but he's fine. good. Yeah. Well, he's, but good, he's good. But good. Also, he wins his games. Yeah, but also like my interactions with him all seem uh, to be an enjoyable experience. See, to me, and it's I think more that that's like, part of being quarterback.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree with that. To me, with when it comes to Josh. This is just my two cents. It could be totally wrong, but it feels like Josh is an old soul. He gets along with Aaron Rodgers. He was a huge fan of Tom Brady growing up. Like, I don't know. He just feels like he's got this old soul kind of, kind of vibe to him. And maybe that's why he's gravitating more towards being friends with Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if Uh, that's the truth. We've
1: just established his best friend is Kyle Allen, but also his other best friend is who I presume is a 52 year old single man.
0: Winters. Squirrel Winters Winter. <laughs> right. So that is a bold assumption, do... Tony. You don't think Squirrel Winters is pulling is, some what, young? pulling some game? He's swiping, swiping right on the Tinder profile. <laughs> getting swiped right on the Tinder profile.
1: Uh I think he's swiping right on the Tinder profile. I
0: don't think he's getting swiped right on, on the Tinder profile. <laughs> oh man. What if I was think? Squirrel Winters Squirrel. and I Red was on flag? Tinder. See, I was I was just gonna say, great minds like a like. If he is a 52 year old mid 50s single man on tinder just have your name squirrel winters your picture being with josh allen and your bio says nothing about you all it says is yes that squirrel winters i mean that's a good lean, strategy lean into it i don't i don't need yeah. to know your hobbies or whatever you have a dog or no just say that squirrel winters and just wait for the matches to come through yeah, I can get you one step closer to Josh Allen. <laughs> no. Yeah, Ladies exactly. in Buffalo. I can be your, can be your stepping stone to Josh Allen.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, what better bait do you need? Like in How I Met Your Mother, the discussion of bait, you need like some yeah. fake
0: excuse to
1: invite a girl back. Yes. Well, what this is interesting now with, with, the, with in the, the
0: Josh rumors.
1: Oh, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Are, are Maybe the, this is more are, of a wingman situation.
0: Is Josh... In relationship trouble because of Squirrel Winter.
1: Oh, so are you proposing that there's an an alliance that Josh obviously cannot be
0: on Tinder? Like that would be no, no, obviously not. They, yeah, no.
1: they can't happen for a like multitude. Josh of is
0: living, so is living through Squirrel Winters. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I'm thinking Squirrel that
0: Winters is his Squirrel, alias avatar.
1: <laughs> kind, yeah, kind of, but Squirrel Winter is a real person.
0: Sure, but it's yeah, a, I'm saying Squirrel like,
1: Winter. Pulls the girls and then brings them to Josh.
0: Yes. He's the pullman. Yes. It's a liaison. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Well, yeah. Every man <laughs> needs a wingman. <laughs> those are listeners. Those are our Josh Allen best friends rankings. And uh, Tony, after getting your rankings and listening to my rankings here, uh, I do not feel better about Josh Allen's low tone offseason, if you will. A little worried about it. We haven't even heard much from. Brandon Bean or Sean McDermott about Josh Allen's whereabouts or what he's doing or just tell me he's like working out or something. I don't know. Just I want to know. So I'm not in a better place. I want to know. But Tony, maybe this will get me in a better place. Let's talk about the free agent signing this past week. Well, we had one signing with a new face and one returning old face. They re-signed Jordan Phillips, which is fine. Um, When Jordan Phillips is healthy, He is Serviceable I'd say he came out Of the gates on fire last Year like wow this is the old Jordan Phillips the guy who Recorded double digit sacks His last season as a Buffalo Bill before he got The payday from the Cardinals like we're Seeing the best Jordan Phillips Out there and then uh, he got Hurt doing the stupidest stuff Ever he got hurt celebrating Matt Milano's pick six or he got hurt For some reason trying to chase Pat Mahomes down (laughs) if if there is a contract stipulation with Jordan Phillips resigning, and that stipulation is, Jordan Phillips, you don't move out of the pocket in any way, then I'll be okay with this. You live in the pocket. It's like Will Smith and Hitch try to teach Kevin James to dance. It's like no spinning, no crazy. Like You live here, and it's just sidestep and snap, sidestep and snap. Jordan Phillips, that is you. You live here. You live in the pocket. I don't want you going anywhere else. I don't want you doing anything Strenuous, I don't want you to do anything wild. Live in the pocket so you don't get hurt and perform at your best. Uh, Tony, do you like this Jordan Phillips re-signing?
1: Uh, I do like
0: it. I like Jordan Phillips as a piece. I like his energy.
1: Obviously, I think when we look back at Jordan Phillips years down the road, we'll remember the image that we'll have of him is him flapping his arms in the air, getting the crowd hyped up. Uh, the guy loves it at George Park. This is where he wants to be. I'm not going to say no to a good player like him being where they want to be. Uh, my only sort of thought about it or quandary with it uh, is that it seems like we're really bringing the band back together, a band that was not anything special uh, last sure. year. And now like four defensive tackle spots are locked in. Whereas I would have thought we would have been targeting some sort of improvement uh, there. And maybe we are depending on that Oliver trade. Um hmm. But it's I, I look at this as more rocking the interior defensive line as has been.
0: And I'm like,
1: all right. Uh, it be it's kind of an in being we trust moment.
0: Like it was I a, guess it was a bad sense. run defense before and now you're you're running it back.
1: <laughs> right. But are we? Because Sean this is this is what Sean McDermott wants now. This is not Leslie Frazier thinking his way through this. So in that sense, um, that's what I'm saying is is the change, or is the sensibility of it?
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the defensive tackle position plays out because, like you just said, they're locked in for this year—the same four we ran with last year. But that's it. There is literally no defensive tackle out of those four signed beyond this year. Mm. So when you say like draft a young guy or improve in that position, um, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't extended Daquan Jones at this point because I think he is really, really good and he can probably be good for another three, four years. And then you can do some cap manipulation by re-signing him to an extension and lowering his cap number and whatnot. But it seems like he'll be a solid piece beyond this year. Now, the other three are very questionable. Tim Settle restructured a few weeks ago and he was kind of he flashed. He like John Mm McCargo flashed. Sometimes when you flash, you're like, oh, Tim Settle, why don't... right?" (laughs) When you flash, you're like, oh, okay, like this is what Tim Settle can do, kind of like at Oliver, on a fewer snap count basis. But when you flash, you're like, well, why can't you do this more consistently? And, And then, as I mentioned, Jordan Phillips just gets injured for the stupidest reasons. So we'll see what they do. I don't think, again, I don't think this takes them, as I mentioned last week, bringing back a guy like Jordan Phillips should not take defensive tackle off your draft board uh, early on because beyond this year, nobody has signed. And you do need to upgrade that position. I, I mean, Yes, this will be a Sean McDermott defense, but the same personnel means seemingly the same bad run defense. So unless Sean McDermott rubs his bald head and works some magic, grants three wishes. I don't know what that happens, but.
1: I, I was just going to say that I agree in the sense that I don't think this takes off defensive tackle to be a high draft pick. Not only thinking about the future, but you know our rotation is so, uh, I don't know the word, prolific, I guess. There's no such thing as we have enough defensive tackles, the way that he operates in this thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, to have these four, we could easily have five, especially someone who's on a cost-controlled contract if they're a draftee. And I wouldn't hate it, because I, not to show my hand for the future, but I'm only like so-so on a lot of draft picks that kind of match... Need to, they kind of meant need to uh need to position in on yeah. the draft
0: board. Yeah, um, there's a couple. Actually, there's. I guess the reason I didn't care for. It, I mean, I don't mind the Jordan Phillips signing or re-signing. Yeah, there's a couple defensive tackles who who I like, especially towards the end of the first round. Benton out of Wisconsin. The guy out of Michigan, I can't think of his name, Maisie something. I can't think of his last name. But there are two guys I really like who have like an end of first round grade. So, you know, I think we need to get younger, more cost controlled, more impactful at that position. So hopefully they still bring someone in. The other signing this week, and this is where we'll end the episode here. But former Rams safety, Taylor Rapp, signs a one-year deal with the Bills. And Tony, I wrote a letter upon This signing occurring, I wrote a letter to Bill's safety coach, Joe Rosanadana, and the letter says, I keep reading about this Taylor rap. Who is this rap? What is so special about this rap? Did you see rap? Should I see rap? What kind of name is rap? Of course, the late Gilda Radner, great SNL classic. Maybe you should be friends with Josh. (laughs) I wish. Nothing Gilda Um, Radner reference in here. You got to give praise to the OGs, Tony, the ones that got us here. I guess you do. (laughs) Just wait for my Lucille Ball reference next week. Can't wait. (laughs) But this is an interesting signing. This was a person, a a player, Taylor Rapp, who a lot of people thought if the Bills lose Poyer, this would be a great Poyer replacement. Taylor Rapp has started 48 games in his career. He's totaled 216 tackles, nine interceptions, 23 passes defense. Uh, has won a Super Bowl with the Rams and Von Miller on that team as well so that's a reuniting but now you have Hoyer Hyde Taylor Rapp in the mix are they all going to be on the field or are we going to finally see Tony your dream come true of a big nickel <laughs> package you with know, Taylor Rapp certainly... in there because he's cause he's kind of like a linebacker he's kind of like he's a he's a big nickel so this might be happening Tony
1: I hadn't even considered that but you're making a case that seems pretty believable to me.
0: Pretty believable.
1: Pretty believable. So now I'm just like, we can skip the draft. I just can't wait for camp to happen. Give me to camp so that I can see what packages we're putting together and how
0: Taylor Rapp becomes involved. Starting caliber player. So interesting that he would come here on a one-year deal. Even more interesting in his media presser this week, um, he mentioned about how Buffalo was a fit for him. And how mm. Buffalo was a fit for his future and his family. And mentioning the word future is a weird one thing to deal. say for a guy who signed a one-year deal.
1: Yeah, one-year deal. So mm-hmm.
0: my mind immediately went to, is Micah Hyde on borrowed time? Because Jordan Poyer obviously signed that new contract this offseason. And Micah Hyde's deal is up this year. We know both those safeties, injury histories. So is Micah Hyde on borrowed time? And Taylor Rapp is the Micah Hyde replacement in the long run? Or is this purely a very good insurance policy when they'll incorporate him into some different looks on defense accordingly? What do you think?
1: I think both. Well, I think both when you said it, the phrase regarding Micah Hyde insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am not ready to use the phrase borrowed time quite yet. It would disappoint me because I think Micah Hyde is amazing and I love Micah
0: Hyde. Of course.
1: And yeah. I would take him any day of the week over Poyer if I had to choose between the two Uh, safeties. Even though Poyer is also, even though Poyer also very good. Yeah, no disrespect to Poyer. But I, I think that, yeah, I think in in the right now he comes in, big nickel, little depth. We have two safeties who are aging, but aging beautifully, I must say. And so it's good to have that depth slash opportunities to uh, get to some interesting packages in there. But all of a sudden, if things don't work out with Micah Hyde, if there's some other kind of injury, nice to know Taylor Rapp at least knows his way around the system and can flawlessly drive himself to the stadium if need be. <laughs> I also think that Go it's ahead. a testament to what I am under the impression like the big selling points are of coming to the Bills, whereas we attract the fathers, we attract the family people who don't want the either the distractions of larger cities or the the... I don't know, temptations of larger cities, I guess, but
0: like Vegas or are, something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, but people who are like, well, I need good schools for my kids. I need solid communities for my kids. Like th- those kinds of ideals. I need flexibility to be a father. Those kinds of ideals, I, I think, are like the selling points for a lot of these free agents. And that's kind of what Taylor wrapped up and regurgitated. So maybe he's yeah. just, maybe that's a huge factor if he's repeating it back
0: like we're, we if probably have to be that. we probably have to be the one team where like a free agent comes in and visits and like really laying heavily into the this is a good place to raise your family right <laughs> discussions like oh how much is yes, the money by the way too. it's not that much okay right. I, I don't care it's a good place for my family fine <laughs> well i don't know i think it's a kind of rarity in the nfl
1: i think it's a very big rarity but i think we also offer a lot of money
0: yeah, well, I don't, think, yeah, we're, I don't
1: think we're shortchanging anybody either.
0: No, no, not, not. No, I mean, Buffalo's always had to overpay, especially during the drought. So, um, right. No, I, I I don't think we're, we're shortchanging anyone here, but I think, I think that is a good point. I think it goes to the culture, it goes to the community, it goes to the fan base too. I mean, if, if you come in and perform, like this fan base is going to worship you. <laughs> like, I mean, Look how many guys in this on this current team who have been with this current run of the past five years, the Allen, the McBean, the McDermott era, who we have just like put on this pedestal. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Deion Dawkins, Matt Milano. Like, I don't know. I think you come here and you perform and fan base will love you. Like no other fan base will in the NFL. So I think that's 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 worth worth coming to Buffalo for.
1: I would say so, especially if you have that, I don't know, need or drive to want to be worshiped. Yeah.
0: Or if you have that need or drive to meet Chad, Michael Murray.
1: Yeah. Also totally fair. There's only two cities, three teams that are going to afford that opportunity. So
0: it's clear. (laughs) Final thought, Tony final question for you with these, tell rap signing and the other signings throughout the offseason do you think and and mcdermott taking over the defense as he confirmed this week are we just setting the stage for a scheme change here like a complete makeover of base packages and mentality even of, of the defense there was an article that came out when mcdermott was announced as being the or confirmed he was being the play caller of his time in carolina when and it was shown that Sean McDermott isn't really that aggressive. But as we have mentioned in this podcast before, and one of the reasons I like Sean McDermott is, it seems like his coaching style has evolved with the game. So will we be seeing a change in strategy, a change in scheme, Taylor wrap coming in, um, the lack of linebackers currently on the roster? I, I think this is going to be kind of... A blob of a defense, like uh, just get athletes out there and have them run around super fast and cover a lot of ground, and kind of a positionless defense, if you will. And I kind of like the idea of that. We can adapt and move to a three-four or four-three or you know our our typically base nickel package with Taron Johnson. I I kind of think this is going to be a very different looking defense come the start of the twenty twenty three season here.
1: I kind of think that it's going to be a blend of things we've seen before and some things that we haven't seen in a little bit. And I predict, you know, just as we've learned many times and and as we've heard a lot of coordinators say that, you know, you have to take time and learn what you do best and then cling to what you do best. I kind of am predicting. Now, what I think happens with a lot of coordinators after they, quote unquote, discover what their team does best in a given year. I think that it's maybe not even that, but it's their perception of what their team does best, sort of like influenced by some kind of bias of what they already like. Uh, And so I would say that there's the possibility that McDermott is going to install some new things blended in with the old things. I would say get a little more aggressive than we're used to seeing. And then all of a sudden it looks over the course of the year, gradually looks more and more different than than we have seen. And I can't wait. But I'm like putting my faith in into him and, and in that.
0: And Bean we trust and Sean we trust. Yeah. Let's go do this thing. I'm ready for the season to start. What do we Me got? Too. Don't even have draft. wrap. <laughs> one still preseason. Uh Tony, what do you say we wrap up the episode okay. though?
1: I'm available to wrap it up
0: burning the midnight oil here oh the weather outside is frightful but my drink is so delightfully cold thanks to traveling growler and since we know place to go keep it cold keep it cold keep it cold with a traveling growler koozie koozie starting at just five dollars check out www.travelinggrowler.com today and now back to the show thank you to our sponsor as always traveling growler www.travelinggrowler.com shop local support local quality koozie starting at just five dollars Check out Traveling Growler. Awesome products, especially especially with the the weather turning here. We're moving into spring, and then in the summer, before you know it, you gotta keep your drinks cold. Traveling Growler Koozie is the answer. www.travelinggrowler.com. Podcast store teespring.com. Find all our designs, all kinds of apparel, all sizes, all colors, t-shirts, crew necks, tanks, hoodies, long sleeves. Check out the podcast store, teespring.com, or go on Google, search Witty Not Funny, Teespring. It's the first result that comes up. Click on it, support the podcast, get a piece of uh, Witty Not Funny apparel today at Teespring. Where to find the podcast? You can find the podcast wherever you're finding podcasts or listening to for free, Spotify, iTunes, on the built in Buffalo Network, dropping every Sunday. If you like us, leave us a review, subscribe. Show us some love. We would like to say whether you give us two minutes or two hours of your time. We greatly appreciate it. You can also search Witty Not Funny on any of those platforms. Find us as well. iTunes, Spotify, like we said, anywhere. You listen to podcasts. Uh, Twitter handles. Tony, are you back on Twitter? Nope. But after Easter, you might find me <laughs> at Tony Ambrose. <laughs> That's right. After Easter at Tony Ambrose. You can find the podcast at Witty Sports716. Give us a follow. We love following back, connecting with Buffalo Sports Community out there, Bills Mafia. Saber Swords people, hit that follow. We'll follow right back at Witty Sports 716, Twitter, Instagram, Way not Funny Sports, Facebook, TikTok. Give us a follow on all the platforms. Check out everything Built in Buffalo is giving you at Built and Buffalo underscore as well. Uh, and finally, Sony, send off for the listeners. What do you got?
1: As the foundation of your body, your feet endure pressure each and every day. When your feet oh. are not properly supported, your whole body can become misaligned, resulting in pain in your feet, knees, hips, or back. Good Feet Arch Supports can help, so why not go to the Good Feet Store, America's arch support <laughs> experts.
0: Shout out the Good Feet Store. <laughs> oh, perfect way to end it. I have nothing to say <laughs> other than stay witty out there, everyone. Go Bills. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. Bye. Later. Thank you, Good Feet Store. You might not like school, but make sure you're working hard at school. build the bomb! build the bomb! It's your boy DM3, and you're listening to the witty, not funny sports podcast on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network.